Well, it's a Tuesday evening, 8th of uh, October already. Yes, it is the 8th of October, Tuesday evening on Marawa Sport Worldwide with myself, Owen Honey, standing in for Robert Marawa, who is uh, still on country duty in Spain, in fact. And while well, we got a bit of a Spanish flavor to our show tonight, no doubt about it, we're going to be talking about La Liga. Why La Liga? Well, we've got some interesting news for you and uh, plenty to talk about this fantastic league. And many of you would have kept a close eye on what's happening over there because, yes, uh, we're all interested in what happens in the likes of Barcelona, Real Madrid and uh, Atletico Madrid and all the huge teams that represent the uh, fantastic Spanish uh, league. Well, we're also going to be speaking about motorsport and there's a young up-and-coming star in South Africa who has just won a major event in Italy and uh, he's only eight years old so he'll be t- t- taking us through what uh, motor kart racing is all about and how you can get involved if you're keen on doing such and maybe you've got some insights into the world of motorsport it will be well worth it and we also have to talk about the Springboks their fantastic win today over uh, C- Canada the final score there 66-7 for a bonus point victory which sees them through to the quarterfinals of the 2019 Rugby World Cup in Japan so fantastic in fact our young driver finished in third place i was just corrected there nonetheless that is a fantastic result on an in, in an international competition well first off we start with, with la liga and la liga as uh, is the premier spanish football league and has recently announced the appointment of marcus pellegrin as uh, the organization's new managing director for south africa pellegrin takes over from the country's former managing director antonio barradas who held the position from 2015 when the liga opened their office in south africa yes they do have have an office right here in South Africa. And we're joined tonight by Marcus himself. Good evening, Marcus, and welcome to our studios here at Auckland Park. Good evening, Owen. Thank you very much. It is a pleasure to be here with you. Well, you take up a very hot, big hot seat, I guess, uh, taking over as the managing director of La Liga South Africa. Tell us a bit more about yourself, because you look very young indeed. And, and taking over from a uh, man himself, I met him before, Antonio, <laughs> uh, who had lots of experience, I guess. Uh, what do you think you bring to the party uh, as in your new role at La Liga South Africa? First, thank you, Owen. Uh, mm. I still consider myself a little bit young. <laughs> uh, Antonio is more seasoned. Uh, his experience is awesome. Um, what he, his man, this man has been achieving not only in South Africa, all over the continent. Uh, how he's mm. been bringing La Liga to many people. The, the projects he's developing, it's amazing. So for me, it's a, it's a pleasure and an honor to, to be following his path. Uh, I think Madrid appointed me because uh, uh, Antonio is, go- is going to be the president advisor. So we, okay. we don't ha- we don't need to squeeze the Antonio that much. So. Mm, mm. <laughs> um, and the idea is to continue developing the path he, he's been starting and also to, to have a look to new different ideas also and to create new areas of development. What is the relationship between the Liga and South Africa? Um, this relationship started, as you mentioned, four years ago. In fact, it was the second international office that La Liga opened after Dubai, uh, which uh, after that you can see how important is South Africa mm. to La Liga. It's, uh, we only have another office in, in, in the continent, which is in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea is to develop lower projects. For, for us, South Africa and the, the passion that uh, you got for football, it's amazing. So for us, it's an honor to be here. And we are very keen into developing projects 
in many different areas in sports projects to to try to to training coaches uh, to help uh, South African football to race even more than, than and to shine even more than it's doing right now. What uh, projects are you working on currently in South Africa and I guess throughout the continent? A lot of them. But we we are helping a lot of uh, small tournaments in regions like, uh, for example, this December we will be hosting the fourth edition of the Kwamahaulua Games, mm-hmm. which are based in Soweto. Uh, also, we've been uh, doing tournaments uh, with with locals in Cape Town and Durban. Uh, also, we are bringing World Football Summit to Durban in, in February, mm-hmm. which is uh, like the day boss of football. Um, also, we want to start to develop a sports project, mm-hmm. meaning, you know, Spanish football um, is not fair for me to say it, but we got a lot of know-how to share with the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd love to, uh, mm-hmm. because... If we help the, the this game to grow all over the world, it's, it's going to benefit everyone. Mm. So we love uh, South African football to grow because it will also help in the end Spanish mm. football. And that's why it will be amazing to see South African players to come again to play in Spain. One project that I, I really like from La Liga's point of view is the... Uh talent search competition where you take uh, a couple of teenagers who have been identified through some of the soccer tournaments like you said in Soweto and they get taken over courtesy of La Liga to Spain and they get to spend a few weeks there or a week or two I'm not sure how long it is but they get to go to some of the clubs and actually experience Spanish football firsthand from the coaches from the players point of view and I think that is a fantastic project just take us through a bit more about that and how many players actually go over to Spain and are coaches also involved in the project yep um Owen I do love this project mm. um might be my favorite one in South Africa because it brings South Africa closer to Spain, mm. uh, which is one of uh, our main objectives. Uh, through a lot of tournaments, uh, uh, two players, one female player and a coach has been selected all over the Houghton province. And these guys have been awarded the possibility to visit Spain. They've mm. been uh, attending matches between, for example, Espanol and Real Sociedad, Betis against Levante, but also they've been able to train with the, the Spanish teams. They've been training with Sevilla and with España. And to tell you, uh, the girl, Ayisa Musa, mm-hmm. her performance has been outstanding. Yeah. A lot of people in Spain was amazed. So maybe we could have something in the future. Uh, it's so important to keep that relationship alive, I guess. There's another competition. We, we see an international competition come to South Africa, and we see a couple of Spanish teams always taking part in the international competition at uh, the uh, Soweto uh, Nike Center. Are you involved in all with bringing some of those Spanish teams over to South Africa, or is it not anything that you look at? Because, I mean, some of those uh, teams, they are top-class international acts. they representing their clubs also, but uh, they do give our ga- guys a good run for their money in the Gauteng uh, Future Champs competition. Yeah, definitely. La Liga is here also to help all the Spanish clubs, the 42 who belong to La Liga, um, to, to grow also in South Africa because um, we belong to them. Uh, mm. we, are, we are here. So, for example, Espanol has, has been playing in future champions tournament, mm, mm. I think, for a couple of years. Uh, La Liga has been helping them with the logistics and everything uh, in order them to, 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 to attend this tournament. Mm. And, by the way, they were, they were very happy and they were looking to come this year again. 
We also saw uh, Barcelona come out here to South Africa. I can't remember if it was this year or last year, but was it the previous year? Yeah, that's right. Uh, and that was a fantastic turnout there. Everybody coming in their Barcelona shirts just to see a fantastic team like that and, and to see Lionel Messi also in action. Yes, he didn't get to play most of the game, but he was on the sidelines and entertaining the crowd nonetheless. That is an important stepping stone, not only for Barcelona, but for La Liga as well. Definitely. Not many people in the world got the chance to see Messi. Mm. play in, a, in 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 the pitch so um, we try to bring all the clubs internationally but as as you know it's not easy uh we are trying to to replicate and uh, maybe not with barca with different teams but but uh, our aim is to bring la liga closer to every country in my duty to south africa how big is the la liga offices here in south africa in terms of staff and and size and capacity currently we are seven people mm-hmm. uh and you know uh, one of the things that amazed me the most when i arrived is the the wonderful team we got here mm. uh, i think it's just very important and it's gonna help us to develop a lot of interesting projects with many partners we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back to you and uh, complete uh, our conversation with the managing director of La Liga South Africa, Marcus Pellegrin. So stay with us. We'll be back right after this break. Uh, Owen, it's Timothy from Pretoria. I'd like you to ask our guest there. It's very good what La Liga is doing to empower youngsters to get the chance to play in Spain and everything. But I'd like you to ask him there is why is Spanish football not competitive to the rest of the of of Europe? Because you can clearly see the difference between Barcelona and Espanol and the rest of the pack. So I'd really like to know. Welcome back to Marawa Sport Worldwide. We're in conversation with the Managing Director of La Liga South Africa, Marcus Pellegrin, who's just taken over this position recently from uh, the former Managing Director, and uh, that was Antonio Barreras. But uh, Marcus, there was a question there with regards to the disparity between the top football teams, the likes of Real Madrid, Barcelona, and your bottom teams. What is the reasoning be- you know, that... Those teams are so much stronger and the lower tier teams are, you know, the bottom of the log struggling to get big name players and just seem to have not the same skill level. Do you know, this is a very interesting topic. Thank you um, for the question. Um, in my past assignment, I was dealing with uh, institutional relationships. And and I don't know if you are aware about the Super League project that UEFA and ECA, European mm. Club Association, mm. uh, were trying to push. Uh, in this regard... Um, European competition are distorting the national ones. Why? Because when one of the top teams go to play a Champions League, mm. they could get a lot of millions in return. Mm. Uh, in our domestic championships, we try to distribute the money more or less equally. Of course, if you are above another one, you should get a little bit more. But it's more or less a structure. Mm. When you go to European competitions, these teams are doubling the money. Mm. So when they come back to the national competitions, they got a lot of money to spend on. So the difference is growing and growing. Mm. So um, as La Liga, we try to foster within European leagues a model which is sustainable in the medium and, and long term, mm. because if not, we might be in danger. 
Another thing that I notice in the Liga is the amount of fans that come to stadiums. It's something that we struggle with here in South Africa, getting our stadiums full to capacity. And, uh, you know, we might get, I know for the uh, the Shell Helix Cup that's taking place this coming weekend, we've only sold 19,000 tickets and it's a 50,000-seater stadium. How does La Liga manage to get so many people with their bums in seats and bring family along as well? I mean, the games take place late at night, yet the fans are out there in their numbers. First, I think the, the first reason is that uh, the level has been raised dramatically mm. in, the, in the past years. And the league has become very competitive. Seven years ago, you, you could easily see like Barcelona beating 8-0 eight, eight many teams mm. and Real Madrid. That is not happening at, at the moment. Uh, in fact, the, the, the league is very tight at the moment. Mm. Uh, second, we try to develop a fun experience stadium. We try to bring families. We we uh, we were fighting against violence in the stadiums, mm. which was uh, a very big, very big problem in okay. the past, like 15 years ago, mm. all across Europe uh, mm. and also in Spain. Um, and the the clubs are pushing really hard in order to deliver mm. a very interesting experience and non an unforgettable experience for mm. the fans who attend to the to the to the stadiums. Because when you watch the match at home. Uh, the quality of the TV, the broadcasting, has also increased a lot. Mm, so mm. there is there is a, a need for the clubs to to be pushing for in order to increase the level uh, of comfort and mm. everything that they are offering to the to the fans who go to the stadiums. We've uh, taking phone calls. Uh, if you'd like to uh, get in t- contact with us, it's zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven or zero eight nine double one zero two thousand. And Chotzo uh, from Rastenburg has just joined us online. Chotzo, uh, good evening to you. Please go ahead. Your line is not so great, Chotzo. Can you just move around a bit? Um, hi, uh, how are you? Well, in yourself. There you go. That's a lot better. Uh, cool. Listen, I just want to ask uh, the guy in studio. What other regions are they focusing on apart from housing uh, when it comes to scouting? And the minimum and maximum age is, um, they take players from and depending on about what the minimum age and the maximum age. Okay. So he's asking uh, what's the minimum age and do uh, the, the scouting process uh, for La Liga, what is the process there? Minimum minimum age, uh, yeah. if I'm if I'm not mistaken, is 16 years old. Okay. In order to move a player from a country to another. Mm. Uh, this is FIFA regulations. Uh, and, and regarding La Liga involvement in scouting... Uh, this is tricky because we owe ourselves to the 42 teams who belong to La Liga. Mm. And then we cannot take sides. We cannot uh, spot a child and then to say, uh, Villarreal, hey guys, look at this one because he might be mm. good in mm. the near future. Because would be uh, wouldn't be fair for the other 42, 41. Mm. Uh, so we try to give them all the opportunities at the same time uh, when it comes to, to scouting. Is it difficult for African players to get into La Liga? Because we've seen in England and the likes of Percy Tarr getting signed by Brighton, but because of work permit issues, he had to go and play over in Belgium. Do you have the same issues in uh, Spain when, with regards to work permits? Uh, I don't think so. I think in Europe uh, it's, 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 it's homogeneous, so it's more or less the same in, in Belgium than in Spain. Mm. Uh, it, hap- it doesn't happen with the UK because mm. of Brexit uh, and these things that uh, sadly are happening, but I think it might be easier to come to, to Spain. Mm. And currently, I think we got uh, around 40-something pl- uh, African mm. players in La Liga. 
Becky from uh, Sanson joins us on the line. Marcus, I'm put your your earphones on there. Uh, good evening, Becky, and welcome to MSW. Uh, uh, good evening. Thank you very much for this opportunity. You're welcome. Please uh, go ahead. Yeah. Um, first of all, I just want to congratulate uh, Mr. Pellegrino on his uh, offer um, of being the, the leader for the La Liga in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Now, I just wanted to check because you asked him a question regarding the staff that he has within the South African uh, center. So, because yes. I'm also a South African who was once based in South America for about a period of three years. Mm-hmm. So I've I've done economics from the start of it, but I'm into more sport because I even played football when I was that side. Mm. But then coming back home, you find that in as much as I did visit some other clubs, I'm not longer more keen into playing, but I want a more uh, side of actually impacting the South African players to have a, whether whether especially football side of it. So mm. I don't know what maybe if they do have opportunities in the space for South Africans who understand the La Liga football and also the other football so because. Okay. Uh, with my return, I've interacted with some coaches, but from different clubs, like uh, from Limpopo as well around Houghton. But I haven't made that impact probably from because I'm not coming from an institution. Because I was actually sharing my experience, mm-hmm. like how I left uh, South Africa to go to another country to to study. But I also actually pursued the career of, of learning the language and also do football. So I wanted mm-hmm. to know maybe if they do have. Uh, maybe in uh, people that we can actually would like to work with okay. and, and we have other representatives, I don't know, in the, in the space. Perfect. Becky, I'm going to ask you to listen uh, on the radio then, uh, and I'll put this question then to Marcus. Uh, Marcus, is there possibility for South African administrators, sports administrators, to get involved with La Liga South Africa offices? Definitely. Uh, we are open to partner with uh, everyone mm. uh, who wants to work harder than... than on everyone and, and to develop new projects, exciting mm. ones. La Liga is all about innovation and La Liga South Africa. Is so uh, so how do they get contact with you and what are what is the best avenues and uh, to get in contact with La Liga South Africa? Uh, we got an, uh, an email and they can go through through our website, where, mm-hmm. which is open to everyone. And also, I'll encourage him to, to attend World Football Summit in Durban. Yeah, let's talk about that World Football Summit. Uh, it takes place uh, next year. The event will be held in Durban, like you said. Uh, give us some insights into what the summit is all about and why is it coming to uh, Africa? This summit is like the day boss of, of football. It, it's all about... Uh, creating opportunities, network with people within the industry and to get all together in order to foster the sector and mm. to create something that or improve the, the sector a little bit. Uh, I think these kind of events are very important for, for everyone who's involved and who like to be involved. Mm. Uh, because uh, you see, for example, in Spain, professional football represents 1.37% of the Spanish GDP. Mm, which mm. is crazy. Yeah. And it has been doubled since 2015. In the mm. past four years, we doubled the impact that professional football has in, in, in the Spanish GDP. So um, we are not talking about a game anymore. Mm, it's mm, a business mm. and a game. So we need to, to, to look at it from both sides. When does it take place uh, next year? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it will be 11th and 12th of February mm-hmm. in Durban. In Durban. We've got some voice notes that have come through. I want you to listen to these first, and then we'll wrap up our conversation. But there's a couple of questions that have come through on our voice, uh, our WhatsApp voice note line at 60 Listen to this. 
Hi, good evening to you, Owen, and your guest there. Um, it, this is a great initiative that was done by um, Spanish La Liga, you know, um, to spread wide and bring more knowledge uh, about football, not only on the pitch, but also uh, the administration-wise, which I think we can learn a lot from it. Uh, it's a great thing, and I wish more countries could come and do that. But um, uh, what I would like to know, um, there are two things. Um, from your case there is uh, what it is that they are planning to do to develop young coaches remember especially if coming from the locations as well remember most of these boys are playing in the local teams um, 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 within the LFA so um, this is a critical part of their development with their development coaches what are they planning to do with that and lastly Owen what does he think about Messi and Ronaldo? Who's the best? Good luck, Evan. Uh, very interesting question. I'll start with the first one. Developing coaches that come from the township, that want to get involved. Uh, what is La Liga doing for them? Do you know, we got a partnership with SAFA, South African Football Association, which uh, we are very proud of it. Uh, we've been developing, developing very interesting projects. And right now we need to, to continue um, deepening in, in that partnership in order to to see and spot which opportunities we got and how should we still addressing uh, the needs that the country have in, in terms of uh, coaching. Mm. Uh, so our, commit our commitment is here and, and SAFAS is too. So we just need some time in order to mm. uh, sit down and, and draw the projects and everything and, and get them implemented. But uh, of course, uh, the need that he spotted and mm. it's, it's on the market, but uh, I think the talent in South Africa is everywhere. Uh, so we just need to model it a little bit. Mm. Then the second question was uh, the age old question. The uh, two greatest players on earth at the moment, Lionel Messi up against Cristiano Ronaldo, former uh, Real Madrid player, uh, now playing for Juventus, Cristiano Ronaldo, but Messi still playing on and committed to Barcelona. Who, in your opinion, is the best? One of them is still playing in La Liga. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know who's best. <laughs> but I think uh, Messi. Um, Messi's choice about Ligas. Mm. Uh, he decided to, to play in the best league in the world. According to you, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is definitely one of the best leagues. Great to watch and great entertainment value nonetheless. Uh, games uh, take place every weekend during the week as well. And it's always good to see uh, the Spanish teams playing in the Champions League as well. They do give great entertainment, no doubt about it. Lionel Messi, in my opinion, is still one of the greatest players and is the greatest player on earth at the moment. But that's just my opinion and Marcus's opinion as well. Well, we'll have to wait and see over the next few years who is going to hold out as uh, possibly one one of the best in the world right now. La Liga uh, reigns supreme. Marcus Spillagreen, thank you so much and congratulations on your appointments. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you in the future with regards to future projects. Please do keep us updated. For sure, Owen. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Uh, call me whenever you want and, and thank you, South Africa, because uh, I feel really welcome and I'm very excited to be here. Lastly, the website again, just in case people want to go and research on La Liga, what uh, website would you steer them towards? laliga.com
laliga.com. Simple enough and easy. Marcus Pellegrin, Managing Director of La Liga South Africa, newly appointed, uh, and uh, he's going to be leaving the building sh- soon. But thank you so much for your time this evening on Marawa Sport Worldwide and keeping us updated. Also remember that uh, the f- World Football Summit will take place in February next year. So if you're in administration, uh, have a look at that. Uh, go to their website and find out a bit more about that. It'll be very entertaining indeed.